Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova, and this is The Bricks. So bricks by nature aren't much all on their own, but when you create a vision for what they could build, create a plan, and start to build, bricks can become something truly magnificent. And like our dreams, we build them one brick at a time. The Bricks is a short, one-topic episode of the Dream Mason podcast intended to spark inspiration and support you in moving one step closer to building your dreams. Because your dreams don't build themselves. On this episode of The Bricks, we're going to talk about support, and we're going to do it from a conversation about masculine and feminine. And to have this conversation, I am fortunate to have Elena Armijo, a friend, colleague, and badass coach, joining us. What's up, Elena? Hey, Alex. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, you're supporting me on this, which is the theme of our conversation. <laughs> that is indeed the theme of our conversation. <laughs> I actually wanted, I'm, I'm really glad that you're the person that I'm doing this with. Not to say that there's not a bunch of others, but you, we met each other roughly three years ago. And I would say that when I met you, I didn't understand support. I didn't get, I mean, to me, support, and I can, I'm going to label this as maybe the masculine. Support was like, hey, could you like, grab me a drink when you go in the store. Can you refill my coffee so I don't have to get up from my desk? There was no real, it was like basic mundane things. And yeah. over the last three years of knowing you and people like you, powerful coaches, powerful leaders, I've personally really learned and I'm still learning about what support looks like from a masculine perspective. And you've done a lot of that for me. And I would say you have done that from, I've learned that a need or a support structure that I need is love and Mm. empathy and sympathy and connection. And you've Mm -hmm. been one of those people that I can go to. And I guess acknowledgement would be another one. That when I'm down, when I'm beat up, when life's kicking my butt, when love's kicking my butt, when clients are kicking my butt, whenever you've been that a person, one of the most powerful support structures where I can go, hey, I need need support. I need love. I need acknowledgement. I need whatever these things are. And I can get it, which is such a break from the traditional masculine where I would just warrior through it. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's a beautiful conversation because I, much like yourself when we met, um, even from the feminine, you know, standpoint of energy and support, didn't know what that meant, you know, sitting in a, sitting in a room with you trying to figure that out. And I think we've both come a long way through our training and through our clients and, just through growth of being able to receive. That's probably another big one for support is being able to receive it. Um, and from the feminine side, I, I think that uh, there's a lot that goes into asking for what you need and actually being able to ask. So when I first started with you, I had no clue how to ask for what I needed because in my mind, I just powered through like you kind of powered through masculine wise, I powered through feminine wise of, I can do it myself. I'm good. I don't need help. I've got to be, you know, Wonder Woman in the world. And so that cut out a lot of support in my life. And it actually got me into a place where I didn't even know what I needed half the time. It's, it's crazy because we don't, most of us don't. I would, I would put a lot of money on the line. That's like most of the people running out there, at least in Western culture, 
do not mm-hmm. know what they need. And I want to be, I want to be really intentional for, for people listening to this conversation. When we say masculine and feminine, we don't mean men and women per se. It's not a gender conversation. It's actually an energy conversation. So women can exhibit mm-hmm. masculine traits totally. and men can exhibit feminine and people that identify as something other than man or woman can exhibit both or one or the other. But it's really about, you just led us to the next point. It's really about what we need. You know, in the past where let's say I'm heartbroken or I'm defeated because my business is up or down. Well, I guess if it was up, I wouldn't be defeated. If it was down, if, (laughs) you know, you get bad news or things just aren't going the way you wanted them to go or the way you think they should go, actually recognizing what you need. You know, the the old paradigm for men is just work harder. Put your head down, run through the next wall. When you fall down, get back up, work harder, push harder, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get it. And sure, it's, it's a way. I'm not even saying it's the wrong way because everybody gets to decide for themselves what's right or wrong. But I know for me, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was unfulfilling and unsatisfying. And at the end of the day, you just felt like a beat up, like wrung out rag with nothing to show for it. Maybe some money. But you still felt like shit. Great, you have money, but your yeah. wasn't fulfilled. And learning to connect with what I needed, and then go ask for that. And now sometimes you can get it from yourself. Sometimes you actually have to ask other people. Like, hey, Elena, can you acknowledge me? Can you actually tell me why, who you see me as, or why you think I'm great, or whatever? And yeah. actually having the courage to ask for that. Yeah, and it's such a learned thing, right? Because everybody out in the world right now isn't going around asking for what they need. They're actually pretending <laughs> they don't need anything. Right? We're all walking around like, I'm good. Don't worry about me. And so for us, I think it was such a process to unlearn that behavior and really practice asking for what we needed and get over the shyness or the fears or the judgments or anything that would come in the space around it. And that was the first step is to practice asking. And then once you were okay with that, you know, you had to practice receiving, <laughs> which was next. But um, I think it, sh- it opened a lot of windows to be able to see what I actually needed. And for me, it was not pretending that I didn't have needs, you know, and getting fr- lots of my feelings being heard or cherished or welcomed. Um, for so long, I had lived this life where I thought that I had to be a certain way in order to be loved or to be supported, right? Nobody will leave me if I act a certain way or nobody, somebody will want to be in relationship with me if I, if I am not too needy and if I don't, you know, make it difficult for them. And so all of that was just suppression of needs over and over again. And to actually learn that I do need to feel cherished and that that's something I can ask for and I can ask for it and still be strong in my masculine energy as well and get that when I need it. Yeah. That's that point of like our vulnerability is actually a strength and not a weakness. Exactly. From that standpoint of, and I know like probably every man out there thinks of vulnerability as a weakness and there's tons of women that probably do too. And It takes so much courage to like ask for help. It takes so much bravery to say like, I'm sad and like, I need a hug or, Mm -hmm. Hey, can you actually tell me why you like me? You Mm -hmm. know, something like that. Mm -hmm. You said two amazing words before, and I just want to bring them back in, which were, I think they're kind of like 
connection and relationship words of death. Um, <laughs> but I'm good and I'm fine. Yeah, because, exactly. <laughs> because I would argue, and I think you would agree with me, that nobody is waking up every day hoping, I hope I live a good or fine life. Right. <laughs> you know? Nobody's like, I'm excellent. Think, yeah, and think about it. Because like, in other situations, if, if we went out to dinner, you wouldn't be like, I hope this meal's fine. I hope it's good. <laughs> or like, you, imagine if like you were about to get in bed with somebody and you're like, well, I hope this sexual experience is fine. I hope it's like, good. How much of a problem <laughs> would that be? I hope this workout is fine. I hope this friendship is fine. That's just, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be okay with that, but yet we're okay with it in the overall sphere of our life for some reason, instead of at getting the support and connection that we need. Yes. So, I, so a practice that I would invite people to take on if they're identifying with this conversation would be notice where you're saying I'm fine or I'm good and then powering through and actually pausing and then doing part of what you said. And I'm going to add one more step, which is first off, getting aware and knowing and identifying what need you need. I think for so many of us, we don't even know that what that thing is. It's like we have you know, our basic needs met, air, water, shelter. Um, food and we think we're fine, but there's the needs of of love and empathy and sympathy and connection and touch and you know there's there's probably a hundred more, but identifying it, acknowledging it, and then finding a place where you can ask for it, mm-hmm. and then being able to let it be received and let it land. Yeah, and I mean I remember a practice that was given to me when we were training together that was just crazy to me. And it was literally having one person every day acknowledge me via text or phone or email or whatever way, but there literally was a person assigned to every single day of the week. And when it was given to me, I was mortified. I was like, what, how is this possible that number one, people would want to do this? And number two, I don't know if I can be with all of this stuff coming at me. And sure enough, by week two, I was a different person in receiving because I had asked over and over and gotten what I needed. And all, all of a sudden I got to see who I was with massive support. Yeah. How would somebody do that if they weren't in, you know, you and I were fortunate. We got to be trained in this group of people. So if you, if, if I were your client and you wanted to give me that practice or share that with me, how might you have me take that on if I'm not yeah. in them? What would, what would Jimmy do? I mean, it could look any way. It's really, you know, we could get creative about it. And I would say something like, can you call your mom on Mondays and ask her to tell you when you were born or ask her to tell you a story about you? And on Tuesdays, can you call your girlfriend from fifth grade? And on Wednesday, can you, you know, ask somebody to write you an email about all the accolades you do at work? And it's literally just looking at the people in your life and utilizing them and asking them very specific requests that will support you in what you need. It requires a ton of vulnerability, courage, bravery, all these things to actually do this. Yes. And I think, <laughs> I think that's part of the magic. Yes. It might be great to hear somebody tell you, but there's something magical about actually overcoming that, those fears, those things and having that breakthrough and asking and mm-hmm. calling your mom or calling those people in your life. I heard this thing and I think it connects, but I'm gonna throw it out there. My uncle shared with me this idea this weekend and he said something to me about, is it better to give or to receive? Mm-hmm. And I kind of sat for a moment and I went, well, I think it's better to give because then it all comes back around. 
And if you're mm. just receiving, you're just taking. And he went, and it was great. And I, I don't remember if it was from the Mayans, the Incans, wherever he brought this from, but it's kind of like chicken or, chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. He called it this term of spiritual re- reciprocity, mm. where it actually can't work independent of each other. Ne- giving nor receiving is more important or more valuable. They actually are energetic, they energetically balance each other. You can't just give the energy of the universe has to have it flow back to you. Same thing in the receiving. You can't just receive. Somehow you're going to have to give. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, and and it wasn't, we weren't having it in this conversation in terms of support, but it was very, I went, oh my God, because we, we get caught up in that. Like, oh my God, if I get, if I ask all these people to do something, I have to do something back. And maybe, but energetically, it will probably come back around when it needs to and when it's right. Yeah, that's beautiful. I really like that. Elena, how can people, well, let me ask you this first. Is there anything around support besides these two practices that we gave people that you would invite anyone to take a look at? Books, media, structure? Um, maybe. I mean, I'm going to use the good old Instagram posts again. I mean, I love those little reminders. You can sign up for my Instagram posts, <laughs> which are uh, pocket change, you know, through through my, my account. And it's basically words that you get every day and you get little, little words of encouragement to think about. And it's a word a day and it'll just give you some ideas of support that you can be doing in your life and practices. So that's one. And I would say that anything that you can find that will remind you that it's okay to be vulnerable and and ask for help. I would have people look anything by Brene Brown. If yeah. Brene Brown has written it, touched it, sniffed it, you know, touched it in a bookstore and put it back, like anything that she has had her fingerprints on probably will uh, help you around vulnerability, courage, bravery, those areas and shifting your relationship to them. The other thing I would offer is when you wake up in the morning, before you even get out of bed, just sit with yourself for a minute and see if there's any needs you can identify that you need just upon waking up. And if you can identify one, seeing if you can go get that one need met that day. Elena, thank you for being a support structure for me. Thanks for being here on the Dream Mason podcast and doing an episode of The Bricks with me. Mm. Just thanks for being a great friend and a badass coach and someone who constantly motivates me and helps me move forward in my life. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for the acknowledgement. I'll receive it right here in my heart. Nice. <laughs> hey, Elena, how can people reach out to you and connect with you? See what kind of coaching Just you want to connect. Yeah. Um, go to my website. It's www.elenaarmijo.com. And that's E-L-E-N-A-A-R-M-I-J-O.com. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for being a friend. Thanks for being on this. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for checking out the Dream Mason podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or just taking a peek, longtime listener, I love that since we just started. Uh, I'm grateful to have you here. Please tag a friend that needs to hear this. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. If you want more, you can follow me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex. You can find me at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, 
you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves.